My name is Claudia. I'm a yoga teacher, earth student, writer, intuitive, health coach, and above all, a soul navigating the chaos and wonder of this human experience. I am your guide for all things spiritual, cosmic, well-being, personal development and expansion. And my purpose here and now is to use my voice to empower you to activate yours, to get to the depths of who you are and to find your light. With me, with all of us, learn to trust the process. This is where the magic happens. Hi everyone, welcome back to Trust the Process. Today we have a very special episode, um, my first ever guest episode, an episode that I recorded with my good friend, spiritual teacher and life coach Emily, also soul and wisdom on Instagram. Just a tiny little backstory. Emily and I actually went to the same uni. I think we're the same age, but we went there like a year, I think, a year apart from each other and we actually connected on Instagram through a mutual friend um, that we both had met at uni um, but we've literally only ever met each other on Instagram and honestly this is such a soul connection you know when you meet people and it's just like it sounds so cliche but it's really like how have I not met you in person like it kind of I kind of don't believe it when I say it because yeah we always kind of tried to arrange to meet up and things just didn't work out in timing and when we talk about it again we're like wait why do we keep saying when we meet for the first time this is crazy and it's just funny that I feel like yeah we have this connection where we both went to the same uni and never met and we've kind of just been following each other evolve like since the start of posting our spiritual and personal development evolution journeys on Instagram so go and give her a follow I'll leave her stuff uh, links in the description below. Um, this was a really fun episode to record, really flowy, really intuitive. There were some like connection issues um, in the middle, but honestly, I just want to keep this as raw as possible. So I did pause the podcast a couple of times, um, just when things were getting a bit noisy and stuff. But other than that, I kind of just kept it going and I'm not really going to edit the stuff down because I just don't think it needs to be like it's it's all fine you can understand it this is a really long episode it's about gonna probably be like an hour and 10 minutes or something um but I'm not gonna cut it down into two because this is just full of wisdom and really really was a joy to record and I'm so grateful that Emily was my first guest on the podcast um so yeah without further ado here's the episode perfect Okay, well, hi everyone. Welcome back to Trust the Process. Um, today we have a special guest, Emily, my friend <laughs> Emily. Um, so Emily is a life coach. I want to say kind of spiritual-esque teacher. <laughs> um, she kind of reinvented herself with the her branding of Portal of Receiving, which I guess we'll probably go into. <laughs> because it's impossible to to skip that out um so yeah she's my friend life coach portal of receiving brand creator and yeah she kind of just whether you're a client of hers or not she kind of shows her her journey her evolution through her instagram in a very like 
raw and unfiltered way which is kind of kind of cool and needed I think in the in the wellness coaching space so welcome Emily <laughs> thank you this was the best introduction I think I've ever had like I was like okay how are you going to introduce me because when people ask me what I do or like what I'm what kind of coach I am I find it really hard to yeah. like identify with one thing yeah. um yeah. manifesting generator vibe yeah, um completely <laughs> But I love that. And you know what? I think Portal of Receiving is just going to encapsulate who I am from now on. Like, that's it. Oh, oh. can we swear, by the way? Oh, can yeah, we yeah. Fucking go Oh, okay. Great, great. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the being lovely. unfiltered and then censor you. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's true. But I've been censored on Instagram recently about pleasure. Oh, so. yeah, I saw that brilliant I, I was gonna repost you, it but was I thought it actually, no. like you were actually fully censored for that like your post was deleted because you were talking about like receiving pleasure yeah that's fucking crazy I think <laughs> because like if I, I read some of the details and it was like it's like if an eight-year-old kind of finds your Instagram and then it's an inappropriate <laughs> okay why is an eight-year-old on Instagram <laughs> I don't know I don't know like if I said fucking would they would they censor me I think they do if they catch you like not on stories know. but on posts well I just find it a bit weird how they can like just sort of seek out like small accounts and censor them and there's so many yeah. bigger accounts like saying loads of shit and like nothing happens so I don't know I just find that a bit sketch that they can do that anyway, yeah yeah I feel like we have to just dive straight in with your branding your portal of receiving your POR because otherwise people are going to be listening and be like what what, what are they talking about um yeah. so do you want to just like crack it open and just explain a bit about what portal of receiving means to you how it came to be like how it almost not how you identified with it but almost how it kind of identified with you and just sort of became your your branding essentially yeah okay so this is a great question and I I could talk for hours about this but and also, funnily enough, the other day, my sister's boyfriend was like looking at my Instagram or something. And he said, so what is a what is a portal of receiving? <laughs> oh, that's such a brilliant question. Like, how am I meant to answer that question? Because it means so many different things to so many different mm -hmm. people. And I think what I've learned through this evolution, which I will talk about, but the evolution of it means it actually doesn't have a limit. It doesn't have a defined result. It's actually affecting everyone very differently. Mm -hmm. There's people that through the portal of receiving have undone their people pleasing tendencies. There's people that, you know, are making more money. It's doing so many different things for so many different people that it's hard for me to put it in a box. Mm -hmm. But the story behind it is that the, the idea came to me, um, when I was sunbathing, like I'll always be real about this. I was chilling my life away. So I was just being, and the download came. And I think I had started to notice all these things that I was receiving without having to do anything or having to be anything other than myself. Mm. Things were starting to appear mm. and more often, and they became more noticeable. And it wasn't just, you know, a, a random five pound check. It was things that actually had meaning to me that I was receiving. Mm. And I realized it was, it was an, ex an extension of the energy that I was ra radiating mm. because I'd let go of so many conditioned beliefs and so many conditions I was holding on to about what it would mean to deserve to receive something. Yeah. Um, and as I removed those expectations and lived my life with integrity and honesty, I, I, they, they kept appearing and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, what is happening? Um, 
like I, even in Croatia, I think when the idea was like developing, mm. I I went to like a bakery and I didn't have the exact change. And they gave me like the, the pastry for one or two pounds, let's say less than it was. And it was becoming really, really easy. So I sent like I've recorded a couple of voice messages to myself. I thought, what am I going to do with this? Mm. Because I've never launched anything like that. I've never done a masterclass or anything. So I thought, right, fuck it. Went to my room. You must have remembered when I was in Croatia with the lava lava, the like scarves on. (laughs) Um, Went to my room, made like the simplest, quickest bit of like branding for it. Like tiny, just thought, let's, we need to get this out. We need to get this out right now. Didn't really think about the messaging behind it. It was focused solely on the energy of my why of like, I'm, this is happening to me and I'm starting to understand why. How can we get this out? So I put it out. Someone bought it within minutes, minutes. And I was like, what? Before you even knew what it fully was. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I say the same to my clients, like get it out when the energy's there, not when you need to know the logistics. Exactly. Because that welcomed in like 10 new like people and energies into my circle and it has a power like that defies any sense of logic. It's taken on a life yeah. of its own. Yeah, it really does. It's like, like AI. It's like, oh, we created it, but then it's getting out of hand. Like it's yes. It's like that. It really is. Like I get messages about it from people who've never invested in it, but they're so invested energetically in it. And it's just it's just taken me on the journey. Like it's taken me on a ride. I got no choice about it. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny what it's turning into, but I adore it. Like, I love it. And it's because I embody it that I'm so passionate about it. What do you think the catalyst was? Like, for example, when you're in Croatia and you're suddenly realising, like, oh, hang on, I got this, like, someone just um, gifted me this, like, extra pastry when I went to the bakery or, like, someone gave me this compliment. Like, do you think it was those things just started happening to you more because of, like, the deconditioning that you were doing or... If not, like, what was the catalyst you think that actually made you notice it? I do think it was because I was living my life in more alignment um, to who I am. So I wasn't even like the the typical things of of working in a job that you feel you should do. You know, that was my version of people pleasing on the on the big on the big end and the small end, let's say. And I'd started to stop. It was aligned action. Like I'm a bit a big advocate for this. It's never just about, you know, how you think and how you feel. But also if your actions aren't aligning with that, then maybe you're still thinking and believing those things. Mm. So every action that I was taking was conscious. <laughs> um, I was starting to be really wary of where my energy was going, mm. where it wasn't going, who I was interacting with, what connections I was giving time and energy to. And just, I guess, naturally, not naturally, it's intentional, isn't it? But my my consciousness was increasing mm. um so but because of that it was receiving became unexpected it was like I wasn't searching for it I'm never looking for it it just happens because you're living your life with integrity and releasing all the conditions you place on that you know to, in order to get yeah. a certain result or desire satisfaction yeah so do you think if you were to kind of describe what living in alignment means to you, would you say, like, what would you say? How would you describe that? Would you have say it would have something to do with, like, because for me, I feel like it's similar to what you're saying about deconditioning your mind. But for me, I kind of see it's more like a 
peeling back like all of the layers to like get to the core of who you are and mm-hmm. like just coming back to yourself coming back to yourself like always unveiling something and knowing mm. that because it's like the other day someone asked me like on a lot on my live they were like oh how do you find how do you find like peace within yourself I was like oh fucking hell <laughs> just say it again that's a good question and I was like well I'm not I'm not a fucking guru but the way I see it is like you just have to start facing the things and like confronting the things and the shadow versions of yourself and like all the things that you have been told like you don't need to look at or you shouldn't look at and you should just bypass and just like carry on with your life and like do all the things that you're supposed to do and just like live in a certain way and you need to like confront all of those aspects of yourself because that's the reason that like they're crying out that's the reason that like your ego is crying to be heard that's why your inner child is crying to be heard you know, that's why all of these things seem so out of balance and chaotic because we don't look at them and like we don't confront them. So I feel like that's what it would, living in alignment or like finding your peace and alignment would be, would just be like peeling back all the layers and knowing that like once you find your core, it's not like, oh, that's great. Here I am. Like, I'm just like sitting on a cloud. It's like <laughs> just re- seeing that it's there and seeing what that core of you actually is. And then knowing that like, the unveiling like the peeling back is like consistent like it's never ending but you know who that core is like deep inside so Mm -hmm. I don't know how like what resonates with you in terms of living in alignment I definitely resonate with everything that you said I for sure believe that but I think what I went through maybe let's say two years ago two years ago is I started to see that those glimpses or intuitive nudges about who I was or like I'd see the glimpses of who I was and I'd get to know myself that my actions would never match it like I was still going against what I believed and so like even the portal of receiving didn't really exist for me because I wasn't receiving for myself by living in alignment with those beliefs so I think alignment is like your internal world your actual beliefs not the should of your beliefs not like for me, it's, it's been a mind game because I think in my human design, I have an open head center, which means if someone's got an opinion and they tell it to me, I get really confused and I can sometimes think it's my belief. Mm-hmm. Like it. Oh my God. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. I have to be so careful, like even having like deep conversations or um, yeah. confrontation. I find that really difficult yeah. because I forget or not forget, but I become very wrapped up in what what is my belief what's not my belief and also because you're just interested like in having like open conversations like not being shut off from from things like that like when you're so open to like every side if you if you're open to that but like you've got that open head center whatever is in human design it's going to be really difficult to to manage yeah I think it's it's always coming back though to the core the like the core of your beliefs your why and things like that um so living in alignment for me has it well it's felt like going against the grain but that's not going to be the same for everyone because my life has turned out unconventionally but it was kind of destined to but um yeah my beliefs and also so matching those beliefs with your intuitive nudges so I know we all experience these, but sometimes it's hard to access them if we're clouded by the mind and like the should, the should, the should, things should be this way and like and burdened by logic, let's say as well. Um, but as soon as I like learned to listen to my gut, a lot changed for me, a lot and quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, and I was saying this in the in a live event I did the other day, 
when you start listening to your gut and not your mind, you build this trust in your gut that overrides what your mind tells you. Yeah. And then you can never really go wrong. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, I think it's, it's interesting what you say there about like, there was like a point a couple of years ago, whenever it was in your life where you kind of realized this concept of living in alignment and you had this, you were like developing along your journey, like, the self-awareness to realize that that's a thing but you still weren't like actioning it but i think yeah. like people like us who are like sort of in the personal development like center and like in the spirituality and wellness game like i think that's something that we all struggle with because we're always now asking ourselves like am i living in alignment like am i like when i feel something intuitively like do i take action on that or when i hear my gut say something do I respond in the way that's listening to the gut but Mm. it's hard to actually get to that point because I think like most people don't even have the concept of what living in alignment means so it's easy Mm. for us to then be hard on ourselves like when the two like living in alignment as a concept and actually doing it don't align but it's like Mm. how we can't just know suddenly how to do that do you know what I mean it's not like oh I living in alignment okay let's do it like it's not that simple is it so no and I think as well there can be a fine line between living in alignment and like trying to live a perfect kind of life let's say like you can easily slip into how things should be again a new version of should and let's say like okay imagine there's no such thing Mm. but we get to choose what living in alignment is um so if I did slip up let's say and I my gut instinct was was screaming at me but I did it anyway mm-hmm. you're still not going to make a mistake nothing can ever go wrong because yeah. you're always being recentered by your beliefs your feelings your experience yeah. um that's why I got this tattoo I can't explain what it is but it's like uh it's like the life path and it's all like different lines like interacting with each other because oh, it's, it's not meant to be linear it's like it's meant back? no yeah oh, with the om is it got the om yeah oh, that's so cool because oh, I, I don't I, didn't know I think alignment exists I think alignment is the core yeah like it's your core yeah. and whatever you choose it's always going to come back to the core anyway yeah oh my god I fully believe that like my friend Charlotte she said this thing like a few years ago she was like whatever you choose like you'll always miss out on something but she wasn't yeah. saying it in like a negative way she was saying it like it made me think of this image of like a tree and like there's always like branches coming off the tree and like on that branch there's another branch and then but it's always gonna like be there's always gonna be the root of the tree like growing as it is like the base the trunk like and everything else just growing from it so there's like infinite possibilities and potentials and even if you do like the right thing you could then do like the wrong thing in the right thing and stuff like that and 100%. 100%. Do you know what? My boyfriend always says, like, everything comes with, like, a compromise. And I was really resistant to hearing that. I felt, oh, no, like, this this is not a thing. But I have been confronted with a decision that I need to make really soon, mm. um, where I've been offered to go back to Bulgaria. Okay. And I feel like I've healed my relationship with, like, romance like like love like I finally feel like I've healed that and it's taken me 24 years which is not long but you know it feels long um like I finally trust it again and to the point where it's unconditional and easy and I'm free but it's like the most grounding thing in the world 
And I'm typically like, I generally like have run, run away from that kind of thing. And that's why I, I travel quite frequently to make my home wherever I am. But now I feel I've, I'm, I've got a home within my relationship, which I finally trust for the first time mm. after like two years. And like, like that, like you're saying that whatever I do, I'm missing out on something. If I go to Bulgaria, my relationship is not going to not gonna have the physical sense of the relationship. Yeah. Or if I choose the relationship, I'm letting go of like an opportunity that I also am in, in alignment with. Both are aligned, so yeah. I can never make a wrong decision. That's but it's the FOMO, like a is, natural yeah. FOMO. Yeah. And it's like whatever you end up doing, even if, say you went to Bulgaria and then three months later you came back because you realised it was like the wrong decision it still wasn't the wrong decision at the time because it led you back to the right decision. And like, you you can only do what you have the capacity to do. So it's like sometimes, you know, you just can't do something that you're not ready to do. Mm, if that makes so sense. Sh- Even if it's like the right, the right thing or whatever. Like, like your higher self knows and like, they're never gonna be, judge you for it or like be upset or annoyed at you because it's like oh that's what Emily needs to do right now because like that's what her current self is capable of like dealing with Mm. if that makes sense yeah there's safety in every single decision every single one like nothing can really go wrong I think now the test for me is like like I it's the first time sit so basically I don't know how deep we can go with this podcast but as much as you're willing (laughs) Okay, so I, England became, unbecame my home about when I was 18, because I hit a depression, anxiety, OCD, like all of it in England. Mm. So I started to associate England with bad mental health, like my, my, my lack, my sense, my sense of no self, like as in my nothingness. Um, my black hole so I finally feel like I trust England again Mm. and now it's like okay this is my home again like your home can be anywhere it doesn't have to be anywhere but England Um, (laughs) and the same with my relationship it's a really strange journey like I'm on so that's why I'm like is is Bulgaria am I am I running or is it just another home like am I right I have to be really aware of that because I have scars here Mm. major scars um so yeah, it's really interesting that your environment can suddenly turn into like this, there's like clouds over your head when you're, when you're there because you, you associate a certain experience with that environment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been really interesting actually to un, uncondition again, yeah. I guess. Do you ever think that you like over question things? <laughs> no. You don't? No, I typically used to be an overthinker. Not anymore. I'm pretty like I've become very uh I don't know honest simple I think Bulgaria made me like living in Bulgaria made me and being with Marion <laughs> the boyfriend made me be able to differentiate my thoughts from my emotions very well mm-hmm. um okay. so no I don't think I ever think too deeply no no that's good I think there's a difference between overthinking and like and overthinking and like questioning things though do you know mm. what I mean? Like, it's not, like, if you're always questioning things, it doesn't necessarily mean you're overthinking it. Mm. Do you know I what see I mean? what you mean. So, okay, was the question that I questioned too deeply or think... Yeah, 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 question, like, too... Not too deeply, but, like, too, like, 
Yeah, maybe. Like, or is that just because you because you're a questioner, like you, you, you're always questioning things like and I am too, I think, but like, I always just see it with you. Like, you're like, um, I don't know when you're talking about like your journey on Instagram, or, like something that something that's happened, like in Bulgaria or back in England or like events that are occurring in your life, like it's always like shrouded in like questions. And it's like, I don't know where that comes from. Like maybe it's your like philosophy background or maybe it is like sort of past overthinking, but coming into mm. a new, more conscious sphere. I don't know how you, if you've ever Could thought be. about that. You know what? I've never really thought about it because maybe it's just me. Like it could just be the way I, I analyze the world i wasn't you know it's just interesting i guess mm, for me i see everything now now i'm like of course no it's not bad it's just like i don't think i've ever met anyone that questions as much as you do and i think yeah it's interesting because i think i always thought that about myself i was like oh i i've never met anyone that questioned things as much as me and i think you question things even more than me so I was like that's why i'm interested in it so i'm like oh interesting yeah (laughs) where does this come i mean Right. Okay. If I think about why it could be the philosophy masters and degree that, that did it. Cause it was constant, you know, you never come out with answers in philosophy. It's just why, 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 why. Yeah. Um, and I like to see life as like a jigsaw, like it's like a jigsaw and we're constantly putting pieces together. And like, I just, I don't know, like I find it really exciting. I don't know. It does like, yeah. I don't wake up and start like this morning I was watching some hilarious videos on Facebook like just hilarious mm. so like it didn't my day didn't start with yeah, why like deep existential yeah. <laughs> like question yeah. Okay, yeah um but yeah I think I'm really curious about life like typically and this has happened since a really young age um when I've been around people um I like I'm I'm na- not not psychologically but I naturally to try and understand their energy and who they are. Mm. I wonder if we're frozen. Oh yeah, no. froze for a bit, for a sec, but just for like a minute. Oh. Okay, we're okay now. I think we're back, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so like from a young age, um, actually, I don't know if this is even related, but it might be related to the empath situation I've experienced but when I was like very very young people would like come to me so when I was I think it was eight or ten years old I can't I can't remember the age but I had like a teacher that would tell me about her divorce and her marriage and her problems oh <laughs> and yeah people were like drawn to me have been That's my whole so life you know this empathic nature of me oh, so it yeah. could be related I'm not sure yeah it could be definitely how do you like does that still happen to you and if so like how do you deal with that (laughs) it used to a lot more now like I had to get to know myself a hell of a lot more um it could happen if I let let it but like the word boundaries I know it's flung around but geez like I've really had to get clear on mine Mm -hmm. um energetically because I have a huge capacity at the core to give yeah. huge like like it's bigger than me mm. in some extent so I've had to be careful where that's going what my priorities are how much to keep for myself things like that um which is actually why I created my business as well because I was like right I have this capacity but also I deserve to receive from it as well yeah. um and in it so- you can like sort of 
adhere to that givingness but in a more conscious way absolutely that's how it feels now I'd say it's very intentional very conscious giving it's there's like I've cut the line between giving and over giving I don't see myself like I've completely the label of an overgiver, the label of a people pleaser perfectionist mm. have gone from my sense of self because I've worked on this. Yeah. Uh, awareness, yeah, I have a huge awareness of it now. So yeah. I do see people gravitating, like I do notice it. But now there's like a lot more respect in terms of boundaries because I've decided what they were as well. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Yeah. I think it's like a self-respect thing as well, isn't it? Set, setting down mm-hmm. boundaries and stuff. Because I remember when I was working with my coach like a year ago and we were sort of talking about boundaries without calling them boundaries, if that makes sense. It was more a thing of like communicating your needs and your wants. And um, we would talk a lot about, you know, like if you ask someone what you really need or what you really want, like what's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? Like what is the worst thing that's going to happen? And if that happens, like, is it really that bad? Yeah. And I think like I always thought that I didn't really need boundaries because I didn't consider myself like a textbook perfectionist, like a textbook people pleaser. Cause I was like, I was never really bothered about getting like, oh, I have to get a star and everything. And like, I, that's how I viewed like perfectionism as like someone like just classic textbook throughout school kind of thing. But I think it's got so many different like layers to it that, that it actually is not like it's, it's so much deeper than that like yeah definitely I've noticed that even like from the mini mind that I just held there was some people that weren't resonating with like the perfectionist side of receiving or people pleasing side of receiving and other people did but there were certain things that were coming up for everyone Mm -hmm. so I agree with you I, I wouldn't know how to define it but I do think to some extent we all want to make other people happy or comfortable or feel human and sometimes that's where our boundaries kind of like slip let's say why do you think that is like why do you think we all have that tendency empathy um like a natural empathy maybe for like survival reasons it could be like we want to maybe help like just generally like want to help people yeah, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I just was like, oh, I wonder why. Let's ask Emily yeah. what she thinks. Yeah, it could be that. Or I think we all, to some extent, now that could be controversial, I'm not sure, have kind of an abandonment wound because Ooh, yeah, survival. Oh, God, that's because so interesting. I'm do sure. Think we do I'm all sure. have an abandonment wound? Huh? Do Say think, again? Do you think we do all have, like, some kind of abandonment wound, like, to varying degrees? yeah. I think like I do it, as well. It just actually. right, yeah. Yeah, like, because you're right. A lot of stuff is based around like, su- survival instincts and like, even, yeah, like even. I think in all all like backgrounds, all cultures, all ways that people have been brought up, always like to an extent like reg- having like a regulated nervous system. Well, it is our natural state in that that's how we were born, but it's not our natural state because the second that we're exposed to the density of this third dimension, it's all like everything that is like just thrust upon us is like taking us out of that and like taking us, like throwing us into survival, to survival mode. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. whether that's like sort of living in like a fairly privileged like situation, but like screaming 
attention like from your parents or like whether that's living in a like a more deprived like country or deprived situation and like being in a lack mentality and things like that I think it's all it's all just two sides of the same coin do you know what I mean like it's not really because I was talking with my boyfriend recently about how like both of our parents like both of our mums we think like that they have like a very like interesting relationship with like money and like receiving things and like they both have a difficult time like being feeling abundant and Mm. because they're both in this like scarcity survival mindset but from in completely different ways because like some like my mum like grew up in London and his mum grew up in um a town in Mexico and there's things for example like you know his mum will like save um like the equivalent of like one euro by walking instead of getting the bus and like she'll consciously always be doing that and like be in that mindset of like oh I have to like save every every little thing even if you're not actually saving those things to put them anywhere it's not like okay I'm going to sacrifice this for a short time because what I want in three months time is like worth this short period of sacrifice and then my mum would be like what would seem like what would appear to be completely opposing and she would be like but it would be the same thing like be from a scarcity mindset like she would sort of like overspend and then overgive and things like that because because it's the same thing just in a completely different way do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so this is quite interesting interesting. I find this so interesting when it comes to mindset because it seems like we're all suffering from the same things in different yeah. ways yeah, or different reasons. Because um, we're all struggling to get to that place of like feeling abundant, for example, or like feeling at peace or like yeah. feeling joy. Yes. It's like that's I the still, state yeah. that we're kind of trying to reach, but we're just coming at it from different angles and we don't know yes. how to really get there because we're so stuck in these like scarcity mindsets and like ways of living Mm -hmm. crazy crazy um i did see a reel i think the reel was yesterday or this morning and it was about how yeah like that like we all want the same thing but it seems like we're avoiding joy and uh, oh it was brenny brenny brown Brown. yeah Yeah. and she was like the thing that we're most scared of is feeling joy oh my Um, god why (laughs) Like, honestly, why? Why are we so scared of you know, Do you know what? Like, I'm going to get really real about this because I feel it right now, right? And this is absolutely hilarious, but it's so true. Right now, I am the happiest I've ever been mm. in, like, my life probably, or at peace, and in my relationship, and I'm the most scared. Like, I am genuinely scared to the point where I am like sabotaging in my relationship oh like my maybe he doesn't see it like that but I'm horrible to him like sometimes <laughs> I, I say horrible things I'm like I'm so sorry it's because I, I actually like you more and so oh I'm being mean it's so um, weird isn't it do you think as like, well it's like maybe because people are scared of feeling like true joy because yeah. what if you feel that like what else can you reach for True. Because we're so used to like trying to attain something and like we, because we see happiness as like this like fleeting thing that like you get it from this dopamine rush or you get it from this like 
hedonistic like wanting yeah. things or like I don't know you think that like something will give you happiness as you try yeah. and like search for it search for it so it's like if you attain like that joy it doesn't come through anything like something might trigger it like you might move somewhere where you're happier you might like be living in a climate that's more aligned to you and that might like trigger you to start feeling that way but like ultimately it's just your natural state of it's your natural state it's like you with receiving like in Croatia like you were always receiving like you've always been receiving your whole life the universe mm. isn't like oh you can start receiving now at the age of 23 or 24 yeah. like you've always been receiving you just notice it and you just let it happen like you just let yourself receive yeah and so, so like, true. why would you not let yourself receive if you're receiving anyway why would you not let yourself enjoy it because it's going to come yeah. to you anyway so I don't know Maybe I think that's part of it it could be and this is something that I think is very interesting I'll give you an example we think that like you know in life is we don't actually just want to be happy we don't just want to have joy we want to have a purpose or like momentum in our lives so we, we we like to do we like to have this like momentum we don't just want to do nothing we think we want to retire we think we want to just do nothing but we actually don't we like to have like a drive yeah. and I think when let's say we've got the perfect relationship I'm going to put that like that but perfect we have the perfect bank balance that we're just suddenly going to stop and like have no life purpose and then that no life purpose is going to make us feel depressed and other feelings right but I don't think that's the case. I think we can have both. So if I had 12 well, grand... So like land in some the bank. people would get so triggered by that. Like that you can have it all thing. It's like so like... It, gets, it gets people's blood boiling. You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, no, I know. what do you mean? Like, I'm yeah, because I'm maybe there's perceived, perceived compromise or sacrifice. Like, yeah, that's not to negate, you know, the the feelings we can experience we still have like emotional experiences like when we typically receive oh my god I'm seeing this in my group at the moment when we are receiving or holding large amounts of money we're feeling the same fear if not a worse fear than when we don't have money oh my god this is so this that is so fucking true I've experienced that recently with like as I've started to like earn more and the things that I'm doing like I actually because I got into such a place where I was feeling so so much joy and peace and abundance with not having like a lot yeah. of money or not not um not being in a state of like earning money and having being able to rely on something and that now that I am I'm like I don't know if it's because it's like sort of like this time of year like Christmas around the corner like all that stuff that like adds on to it but now that I'm earning more than I have been in like a year or more than that I feel that anxiety come back so it's just like all that anxiety that I initially had when I didn't have money that I turned into abundance, I'm now feeling it because I do have money. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this, like, I've just been paid this month. And so in the next two months, I'm going to have this amount. And then I, I'm going to have to, like, have my outgoings here, here and here. And it's like, that anxiety so, is the same. Yeah, it's so strange. And one thing I, like, split it in in my call the other day was like we have spending investing having receiving and they're all different mm. dimensions mm. of interesting money or different kinds of energy mm. so if we're happy to receive or if we're content receiving money it's not going to be the same feeling as being content having it so that's why when we that's often so receive we spend it all oh my god that is really oh i love that that's so cool yeah it's a little bit of coaching for you a little bit of yeah. insight what i'm doing it's crazy but like I basically what I do and I do this as part of my work is I like 
I lead the experiment. I experiment with it myself. And then I see, you know, whatever I learn, I put it into like a digestible, like philosophy to deliver. Um, So like right now I'm testing how it feels to hold money. And it was so weird, Cardi. I have to tell you this because it's so weird. Like oh, I'm actually been crying this morning about this. Tell me. So I was testing holding money. Oh God, are we frozen? No, we're back. Okay. We're good. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I got paid like let's say two days ago, just one portal, and I and how I see money is like lots of different financial portals there's never just one there's never like just one stream mm-hmm. um so I got pay I could pay my coach straight away because I got I'm in surplus let's say so I could pay my coach could pay my invoice early and that can feel abundant if we're in an overflow but I thought you know what let's wait for the actual deadline for the invoice and and just see how it feels to hold that money and I was like right we're holding it and I'm I got my like nice coffee I got my iced coffee I spent a bit but other than that I'm like mm, how does it feel to hold it right and not just reinvest and um yesterday and this morning I got a email from two bank accounts that I have one of them I don't use saying we have fees for you we have like fees to take away from you. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I thought maybe it's because I've used my overdraft before. Maybe there's some like interest that they're going to take. Fine. Yeah. How I'd calculated it, and this was my fear calculating it, was they're about to take 200%. Like my fear had said, I've gone back to zero. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Because also my my bank, my literal account was playing tricks with me, like how it was showing me how much money I had. So my fear of holding money had turned into losing everything from these two emails that I think are actually scams. I'll let you know if they are. But the fear had literally walked into going from having a substantial amount to losing everything. Like, I thought I was back at zero again yesterday. And I was like, this is crazy. It literally, like, like, how we're scared to hold... Literally. Like, it's just, like, that shows how, like, deep-rooted that is in your, like, neural pathways. Because it's like, it doesn't just affect how you perceive reality. It's like, actually, literally changing your, what you see in front of you. Yeah. So it's like, if like, I don't know, like, I'm, I don't know, but it's crazy. It does actually happen to me. If I'm in a fear state, like in a, in an anxious state, I do see that my reality becomes warped. This used to happen when I was working with my first coach. Like I would read a message in a certain way and my brain would change the words to the point where they're blaming me for something or they're like angry at me. I would change the words and then I'd have to read it back to realize, no, that was just fear. Oh my God. That is so interesting. What kind of, um, hang on. I'm just going to just quickly, because I think the connection's a bit weird. Um, it's because our Wi-Fi is a bit funny. I'm just gonna go and get the router and bring it closer to me. So just give me one second, because okay. honestly, it's like only a few meters away, but it makes such a difference. So just give me one sec. <laughs> okay, we're back. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just gonna Ooh. ask you, like, freezy, freezy. Is it still freezing? Ugh, so annoying. Um. I was going to ask you, what's, what's your relationship like with fear now? Like, in this moment? <laughs> oh. Okay. This is good. 
Hold on, we're freezing still, so I'm oh. scared it's gonna cut. relationship with fear yeah okay this is a good question like yeah like not even like yeah just like in this moment like what what comes up when you think about when you think about your relationship with fear i think it fears oh are we frozen frozen again oh no we're fine um the same like maybe yeah the same fears typically arise like Oh my god, the cat is now peeling my carpet, like scratching my carpet. Um, so like the same fears typically arise, but my grasping from the mind is better. So okay. like I have dealt with the mind so much so that I can not identify with the fear as strongly as I used to. Mm -hmm. So um yeah, so now and I was and I was saying this yesterday of like what I can do is I can choose to differentiate. So if a fear if, if my nervous system is going out of balance or if I am feeling scared about something, I can just ask myself, do you wanna do you wanna lean into the fear or do you wanna trust? Like yeah. do you choose to trust? Yeah. Um and then that means okay, I can just I can experience the fear but not identify with it. And that's a really powerful way I, I make sure that I still show up, I still um see it as fuel and not like something that's gonna try and get in my way or act as an obstacle so that's how I did yeah. with it anyway that's really interesting I feel like um yeah I feel like um what you're saying about like experimenting with holding money right and not mm. investing it is was so interesting to me because probably now like you've become so comfortable with like investing money like in yourself even if it still provokes like a fear trigger within you like you know yeah. you have the tools to be like okay no I'm investing in myself or oh actually no I don't want to invest in myself in this way whereas like because it's the same thing for me like a year ago that would be have been something that would terrify me like investing in a coach whereas mm. like now whether it's like a coach or like a going to like a yoga studio or like getting like a one-off Reiki session or something like that is so much easier for me to invest like my earned money and like the energy that I've given and received in monetary form like in that way and it's interesting because I feel like when you start experimenting like you are like for example with holding money you then kind of realize how easily how quick you are to like invest in stuff and like how I don't know like I feel like on one hand you see you can see how much you've grown in that aspect and be like oh it's so like I feel so much more abundant and like worthy of like investing in myself and on the other hand you kind of like provoking yourself to be triggered in a sense of like oh wait like can I just can like am I getting too comfortable like with investing in myself do you know what I mean not that that's a bad thing but like being so comfortable with it being like oh hang on what if I just step back for a second like is that okay for me like yeah for sure I think I think I guess what I'm trying to create and what I'm creating well hoping to create the result of in this group is that you know we're comfortable with all those four things like spending investing receiving and holding yeah. um I try not to talk too much about it on my my stories because it's like my val my value piece is like yeah <laughs> 
they're paying me for this shit but um yeah for sure like even when I talk about it I'm going through my own journey with money and like like the morning or the night before I started delivering my money mindset like course of receiving program I like had my fears about money come up and they tend to come up more and more and more the more I coach the more I teach so it's like the triggers but I'm starting to realize the triggers arise so that I can then teach that like teach how I overcame that Mm. Um, like it's and it is quite a regular thing now for you know before I'm about to coach on something I'm triggered by it on like a higher level just to make sure like are you sure you want to coach throughout this like can we can we delve deeper like the universe constantly on my shoulder um yeah for sure so I think I was gonna make a story today I haven't yet I haven't had time but it was going to be about yesterday and holding money so it is I am going to be posted about it um but yeah it's really interesting I find it all very like I'm very curious about that's why I'm like why 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 is it happening Mm. but like in a in a good like I think it's the personal development realm that's why I'm curious like why so that I can become more at peace like Mm. that's why I constantly question the why of it yeah I love that love that yeah um I love this conversation wow yeah me too I'm just like gonna go off on a complete other direction for a minute um and just ask like what's your relationship like with um spirituality and like your how do you define like spirituality and like what does it mean for you to Mm. be spiritual I think it's changed a lot a lot actually in the last like year I felt like at first I'd neglected it but I don't think that's true because I think the more I've lived in alignment as how we've like not determined defined it Mm. because I've been living in such alignment for me that's spirituality yeah I on my spiritual journey and when I started to do that Mm. I didn't necessarily and this is where we may disagree but I didn't necessarily need the same routines and habits that I was implementing for my spirituality Mm. to connect myself because I was constantly doing it every day anyway yeah like I was doing that because of the alignment I found through spirituality. So it is a big part of my life, but you know what? It's changing a lot. So let's say, for example, with yoga. For me, yoga and breathing is, is important for my whole physical system now as well. Not just my like my mind, not just my spirituality, not just how I think, my whole body, my whole system, my whole, the whole energetic flow. Yeah. Um, so, Absolutely. oh, I, I mean, I love I love manifestation, but again... For me, manifestation is great for understanding my mindset. So I'm less on, I don't know how to explain, like I'm, it's more tangible, could you say? I don't know what the word would be. It sounds like you don't like, you're not like identifying with those things that are actually like external and Mm. you're just finding like the things that work for you and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes like I really feel like I'm like, hit with spirituality in a great way like Naomi's tarot card readings things like that Mm. like I and like like for me when you you've done hypnotherapy before like I get an instant response to it Mm. but I don't like get really delvey let's say with it I don't because I already like am a why person I'm already already really curious so for me it meant understanding myself as and as long as I'm connected to who I am at the core that's my spirituality yeah um I love that so, much. so yeah really that's how I'm viewing it I love that it's a good question 
Yeah. Well, I that think is such you a good can, question. Like, have all the like quote unquote spiritual tools and like be doing everything. Like, I don't know, you could, you can have all of those things and not be connected to who you are. And like, you're yeah. still spiritual because to me, you're, you're spiritual because you are. Like, you exist, therefore yes. you are, not you think, therefore you are. <laughs> Sorry, day cut, but like, we're not, that's not. Yeah. But like, yeah, like you can, you know, you can get up every day and do yoga for an hour and be so disconnected from who you are. Yeah. And you can also use spiritual like tools as a distraction as well. And I've like experienced that a lot. Like when I was at, like when I was at uni and when I was finishing my degree and like deferring my degree, cause really I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I was doing like yeah. three different yoga sessions a day and, it, but I wasn't like connecting to it. You know, I was just like, Oh, I'm, this is, this is good for me. Like I need a break or like, stuff like that you know so um that's so true but yeah oh, that's so interesting to hear what about like, um, oh no sorry you go yeah go gonna say? no 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 you okay. go no I was just gonna ask um what so like because you mentioned a bit about like like routines and stuff like that like mm. how would you differ between like routine and like ritual for example and what are like examples of both that you maybe like implement in your life or like do you think that the two can work like in tandem or how do you view that mm. this is shifting for me majorly um I do I, oof, I'm still working out my stance on this to be honest um because my day is so different every day mm. like it it just is because of how I work and I'm doing so basically it's shifting because I have like three or four jobs at the moment I have th four different jobs on top of that I have I have more things so for me I'm I'm experimenting again it's an experiment I'm experimenting with my energy whilst you know even if I like today I like last night I didn't fall asleep for a till quite late but I'm gonna I get up today and I do the things that I have committed myself to I wouldn't be afraid if I was really suffering to say can we reschedule yeah. but I commit to like my teaching my meetings and everything outside of that structure I create the wiggle room for intuition and like energy okay. so oh, I love this description this is really like yeah yeah. so I'm not a completely intuitive person to think oh what are we going to do today mm. no, like, no. Oh, I opened the curtain like oh what are we going to yeah. do like, right now let's go swimming like <laughs> yeah no absolutely not like I have the busiest schedule I've probably had in ages mm -hmm. hence why I'm still in my dressing gown I mean I had time to get dressed today um so yeah I think being intentional about the things that do give you energy or release stagnant energy is important like I know at some point I can feel I can feel my back needs to I don't know I need to do some yoga I want to breathe there's things that I guess I'd see those as the the rituals I think you said the mm. things um or like cooking a really nice meal mm. um I've been ordering HelloFresh because I just love it and it makes me feel like I'm nurturing myself through mm. the, the the process of it as well yeah um so yeah but I don't define myself by them if they don't happen as well so like I always try and make space for myself every single day to just be without the doing part yeah. but yeah for me I'm just like trying to experiment with that wiggle room for the intuition to flow because yeah. it increased like for, for me in my business I need it to be in my creative flow yeah. and if I do too much doing a too much structure my ideas are gone they're not there yeah 
No, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. that's it really. What about like your, cause it's funny. Cause I feel like we like are a kind of starts on this are kind of the same, but different. Like it's so funny. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm like, oh, we really disagree on this. And then we talk about it and we're like, oh no, we actually literally on the same page. So it's just so interesting yeah. to me. Cause it's like, I think, yeah, a lot of it comes in like acceptance that people do things differently to you. And like, that's something mm -hmm. that I have, to, that's something I have to deal with, you know, Aquarius having to accept that not everyone's like her. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, true. Like, that's, but yeah. it's interesting. Um, yeah. And how do you view like the idea of like discipline versus freedom and like, what do those things mean to you? Because I feel like they're really... Uh -huh. I sorry no I was just gonna say like sorry, I feel God. like I feel like they're really intertwined with like the idea of like routine and ritual because because like for me personally I feel like you you find freedom through discipline but discipline is not necessarily like rigidity and structure because like for example in my yoga flows like you know like I don't plan them like they're so intuitive like I just work with like the energy and like I'm not about like, oh, you know, you have to do this pose in this way. And like, for me, it's like, you make sure your alignment is right. And then everything else comes from there. So it's like freedom within the form. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know how I like you like that. I, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, I am constantly questioning, thinking, digesting. Um, so I do think they are, like you said, two, two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. I think for me... I ha I'm probably still holding on to a lot of rig the kind of say the word rigidity yeah, from <laughs> rigidity from like a few years ago. Okay. So I have like a trauma bond, let's say, with this structure, yeah. and so so do you think I've had to frame you in it? A sense, maybe or like it could be like a triggery thing could be. Um. I, yeah maybe I'll use different language for it, it that's what okay. I think where sometimes we're disagreeing it could be a language thing yeah, rather yeah. than the core, the core yeah. um but also yeah I don't know I'm, I'm working on I'll work out this one but yeah my opinion so it's like if you follow Gabrielle, She the Force, mm -hmm. at She the Force, yeah. she talks about it from an energetic standpoint and I find it really easy. Like, I've adopted some habits from just watching her stories about this because she hasn't, but she's never used the word structure, rigidity or anything, but the angle that she comes at it from has made me already change, like, oh, some things and put some things, yeah, like with caffeine, moving my body, all of that. Like mm. it's, it. I guess that it depends on the angle it's coming from or yeah. how it's being articulated. I don't know, how like, because that has stuck with me at, at my core, like yeah. energy. The word energy is really resonate with me at the moment. Re routine and structure isn't it structure, but like intuitive structure. So my, I think it's just my language is different at the moment. Yeah. Oh. Okay, we're back. Um, so yeah, I just, my first guest on the podcast, I just thought I'd do like a little random, um, well, random, not, nothing's random, is it? A little random um, card pull with my Oracle card deck and then just like pull a card and just 
ask you what your thoughts are and like how that resonates with you and what you think, what you think of it. So I've been shuffling it the entire time. I've just like been holding it to like soak in the energy of this conversation. Um, so I'm just gonna pick a random one. And Oh, actually no, how about, okay, I'm gonna like move my hand and then you just okay. tell me when to stop. So it's like, okay, I've started. So okay. just like share okay. energy. Okay. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, All right. Let's see. Oh, interesting. It is called, it says form, which is kind of funny because we're just talking about like routine and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but that's what it looks like. Okay. And it just says, execute the plans you have made. Oh. Oh, plans. Oh my God. I feel like it, the universe is like, we're all talking about freedom and like intuition and flow. And the universe is like, execute the plans. I'm like, okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know how that, well, I don't know how that resonates with you, like what, you, what that makes you think of, if anything. For me, it's, it's just like, keep, do, keep doing what I'm doing, but maybe, I know I can afford to, to create more, it's going to sound crazy. I can afford to create more flow. <laughs> I can, but I think. Like you're so as I'm starting to see, maybe flow is going to come with more ritual, not routine. Yeah. I definitely like. I don't need routine. It's just something I don't need mm. because it's not something that my life is going to be able to offer me at the moment. But rituals, maybe this is what the, yeah. the sign is. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I just flicked to the page in the book, and it says, "Within the storm of chaos, a form awaits to be discovered." Oh my, you create the universe into being by freeing the figure of it from the block of stone. It's time to move on the plans you've been making. My God. This I feel like really that nice. is literally perfect. I swear to you, I was holding that deck the entire time and shuffling it. And right after that conversation that came up. You know what? That's going to stick with me. That is. That's just, that's it. That's the card of the day. That's the card of the week. Oh, that's yeah. so good. I love that. I feel like that just resonates with everything we were saying because it just shows how like there's no, like, and, you know, if you're the kind of person that's like super structured and you need to like plan out every second of your day. And if that's genuinely what works for you, like maybe that's maybe that's your version of flow. Like maybe that's where oh, you find your flow. And it's like yeah. whatever, whatever resonates with you. And like we're like you said, you can create room for more flow because flow is incessant. Like there's no start and there's no end. It's just like a constant stream. So it's we're always like evolving and changing. And I think like we're whether we're like really structured and like rigid in our routines or whether we're super intuitive and like we decide we wake up one day and we want to go like cold water swimming like yeah. yeah it's we're never stagnant like whatever that is like we're always in in flow and so yeah. that's really cool so true um so just before we end because i have to let you go soon um i'm just gonna do like a really quick like rapid fire round questions. So I'm just gonna ask you like a couple of questions that I had um, planned out and then you just try and answer it in like a sentence or two if you can. Okay. Um, okay. Just like first thing that comes to your head, like download, drop, drop through. Okay. Um, so the first one is how do you wanna look back on your life in 70 years? No regrets, the best fun, mistakes, naughtiness. Oh, naughtiness, I love that. Yeah yeah um what do you want people to know to make that will make them live their fullest experience now don't give any more shits oh, love 
that. <laughs> what does being present mean to you? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. It's meant to be quick fire. So you can take your time to think about it. I like that. Just yeah. Mm. Being, just being, like also like not thinking that presence means you have to be present. Mm. You're present regardless. Sometimes you're yeah. present in what you're doing, even if you're not being. So. Yeah. It's awareness. It's just awareness of where you're at. It's not actually presence. It's the awareness of presence. Oh, love that. <laughs> um, if you could like define your current experience in three words, how would you sum it up? Like whether it's your experience okay. of like the now of your life in general, of like what things, certain projects that you're working on, like whatever you however like your current experience resonates like how would you define it in three words okay um also I, I think we're a bit frozen again but I'll try and be quick okay. um fucking scary but very joyful and divinely aligned oh I love that it's like the scary joyful and then the aligned is what like links them Together. yeah 100% 100% um and then last one it's like just if you have any like favorite quotes or like books or like coaches or spiritual teachers or anything that have like helped you mm. helped you on your journey or helping you currently like is there anything that comes to so what I would say like I don't focus so much on a name or a philosopher. People ask me typically what my favorite philosopher, who my favorite philosopher is. I'd say, look at the world around you and oh just see the inspiration that exists there. We are continuously inspired. It starts within, but it's, you're already attracting what you're meant to. Oh my um, God. I love this. You don't need to search for it. It literally is already there. Oh and God, look at the patterns in your life. They already exist. It's not a matter of searching. Oh my God, literally, yeah. And whatever you're going to find, like whatever spiritual teaching, whatever philosophy, whatever thing like really resonates with you, even if it resonates with you before you've experienced it, you're going to find a way to experience that same thing that they're describing and you'll like create yeah. something out of it in a completely different way. But you'll realise like, oh, that's that's the same that's the same thing yeah. that's the pattern that's the pattern formation yeah 100 percent. oh my god that is like literally the most i can't believe we ended on that note that's so freaking powerful <gasps> that was like i think that was like the best thing we've said the whole time <laughs> and really? it was asking about so other people and it ended up just coming back like i can't wait to listen back like Me i'm gonna be the number one <laughs> I'm, really, I'm so pumped for this um <laughs> so yeah just to just to leave it before we go like is there anything else that you want to say anything like where can people find you um anything do you want to just sort of like pimp yourself out a bit or any <laughs> any last words <laughs> any last words well i would say if the energy of this podcast hit you that's your sign anyway and if the actual words portal of receiving sit within you that's also a sign. I don't think I need to sell myself. I don't think I need to do anything. However, if you would like to find me, <laughs> I am at soul underscore and underscore wisdom underscore on Instagram. And it's a whole vibe. It it's is a actually a whole vibe. vibe. 
um I love what I do I love serving it's my favorite thing in the whole world so yeah and thank you for listening to us it's been an absolute pleasure I love that and I love that you just said like I love serving because I feel like that's like a healed relationship with giving that you have yeah absolutely like Like, it's not it's not just about giving like it's a it's a purpose that is beyond me and exists within me that's it it's a purpose it's not a like it's not a tendency it's not something done for the sake of it oh I love it okay I love it thank you so much for for joining me on this I'm so happy I did thank you I was gonna say thank you for having me thank you for coming because it's your zoom link but thank you for well that's fine that's fine thank you for holding this space and asking such amazing questions you're amazing at this so welcome Thank you everyone so much for listening to that episode with Emily. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you gained something from it. I really did. Um, And I had so much, genuinely so much fun recording that. Um, So stay tuned for more guest episodes that are upcoming. I'm so grateful if you're listening to this that you were able to hear my first ever guest episode. Definitely one of many. Lots coming up in the pipeline. I was actually a guest on... Emily's podcast like two years ago when we first connected and I don't think the episode's up there anymore but it, it was really interesting like to listen to like go back in my mind and think about the stuff we talked about then and how nervous I was and just how much we've both fully stepped into our voices and our expressions now and even now like I can feel my throat like my throat chakra kind of clearing up a bit because I think it's just clearing all of this like all of this um all of this energy out of me um, that was pent up and it's 1444 <laughs> as I as I record this so thank you so much for listening um, I hope you gained something from this some insight and I hope it helped you kind of question yourself your own beliefs maybe certain parts triggered you in some way and really that reminds me of my first ever episode about opening my own throat chakra which is funny because that's what I just talked about it just reminds me of that saying like I'm here to make you think I'm here to rock the boat a little bit and just make you question your own belief systems and just have conversations with like-minded people who are really just trying to do the same thing that I'm doing in a way that is aligned to them and to just help and serve people on our journey which is kind of what we covered in the episode as well so yeah thank you so much for listening Stay tuned for bi-weekly episodes and yeah, until then, may your breath be relentless, may your spirit be exalted and may your joy be contagious and may your throat chakra be open, open, open. Thank you so much for listening and happy Scorpio season.